Hello friends and welcome back to That Cuts Deep. I am your host Alex Urban and today I wanted to touch on relationships. I put off this topic a lot because I didn't want to speak on it and say the wrong thing because I feel like so often this topic is such like a touchy subject and I wanted to make sure that whenever I did finally speak to you about it that I had some insight and some non-biased opinions so I'm gonna go ahead and get into that. Now as most of you know I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for almost three years now and that is great you know um I've said on here before like my relationship is super super great there's not a ton to report on and that's definitely true however I I have I think an interesting outlook on relationships because one I'm an extremely self-aware person and I can tell you a thousand percent that um my entire life has not looked like that so from seeing that personal growth in myself I I have some things I would like to share with you guys. First thing being, and I'm, it is possible that I've mentioned this in the past, but there's definitely never been an episode about it. But I am what I would call a relationship hopper. So what that means is for the last, let's say 10 years, that's, that's approximate, but we'll say 10 years of my life. I have only been single for like three months max. Um, now, me being 24 and looking back on that, I think to myself, holy shit, that's terrifying. Like, have you ever had any time to get to know you? And honestly, yes and no there. Because on one hand, I would say that the last three years, honestly, three years ever since I've met Riv of my life, I've been on a self guided self-improvement journey (laughs) and what I mean by that is when I met him I was definitely not the best version of myself I was the version of me who had been through trauma and I mean I'm still that version but it just it kind of reflected in my life and my actions and the things that I would do and say in a very negative way and that is something that I have worked so hard to correct about myself and I have done that and I have put in that work and put in the hours of self-reflection in order to be able to improve and like don't get me wrong I'm not sitting here and claiming to be an expert or claiming to be someone who has it all together even but I can tell you that I have seen actual growth and actual self-improvement and I've become who I would consider the best version of myself thus far. So 
now that I've kind of spilled all that out to you, let's get into relationships. So I'm going to go through different areas of relationships. And what I mean by that is like, I feel like there are different versions of relationships. There are healthy relationships. There are relationships that think that they're healthy but are not. There are relationships that feel toxic. There are relationships that are genuinely so, so bad that they shouldn't even exist, right? So we're going to kind of go through different versions of relationships. And I think I'm going to go ahead and start with healthy relationships. Um, This is a little bit broad because I do believe that a healthy relationship looks different for every couple. So for example, like think about your idea of a healthy relationship. It probably looks like open communication. It probably looks like being faithful if you're monogamous. It probably looks like being best friends, you know? Like there's so many different things that could go into making a relationship healthy, you know? For me, I think that the biggest factor in making a relationship healthy is going to be open communication and honesty. Um, I say honesty instead of trust because genuinely, I think everybody makes mistakes. There's no possible way you could meet your forever person and never do something to fuck up. You know, like you're always going to fuck up something. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to go out and cheat on your partner. I'm not talking about that kind of fuck up. That's a little bit more severe. I'm just talking about like white lies. You're going to tell a white lie here and there. Um, And I think that for me, the most important thing in finding a partner is finding somebody who does not lie to me because I can take a lot. There's a lot of shit that we'll all put up with, right? But when you start lying to your partner, that that removes all trust that you could possibly have because if you can lie about something small, why can't you lie about something more serious, right? So for me, like, I just don't really understand the purpose of lying. So, I mean, I guess... I misspoke a little bit there. I guess I do understand why people lie. I I understand the reasoning and like typically it's to protect someone's feelings. And I guess that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, of course, you want to protect somebody's feelings. But at the same time, when you're being dishonest with somebody that overall, when they do find out, because let's be honest, we always find out it's awful it hurts it's like why lie like about something so small so for me I just I really need to stress that if you're trying to have a healthy relationship a healthy partnership just be honest with each other um and that's really all I'm gonna say at this exact moment on healthy relationships I'll get into that later potentially um I wanted to kind of shift into 
relationships that you think are healthy but are not. So, for example, here I'm talking about people who are so invested in one another that you you can't see the truth. And I can speak on this from experience. Um, in relationships, you can you compare every relationship, at least in the beginning, to previous relationships that you've had. And something that I've noticed is that when I get into a new relationship, I see all of the amazing qualities that my previous partner was lacking, right? So, and, and I think we all do that. We, we look for all the things that we wanted in our previous partner and our new partner. And when they have those, that's great. That's amazing. But that almost puts your blinders up to where you don't realize what they are lacking, what they don't have. And sometimes that is maturity level or that could look like, in all honesty, that could look like anything, really. Like, it's just... We know what we need in a partner and we know what we wanted and didn't get from our previous partners. But I don't think that those things always align exactly. So what I recommend doing in order to avoid having a quote unquote here healthy but not healthy relationship is to become more self-aware and look at what type of relationship you and your partner have. Because just because they have these amazing qualities does not mean that they are the perfect person for you. And that does, I'm not saying that they're not either, you know, like, again, I'm no expert here on relationships. What I'm trying to say is when you are looking at your significant other and you're looking for things that you didn't see in your previous partner, in your new partner, Make sure that you are still being self-aware enough to understand what what qualities they have in total. Because for me, I know that I, like I said a second ago, had had blinders up. And I saw all of these amazing traits. All of these amazing traits that I wanted my previous partners to have. However, I I didn't see the things that that I also needed, you know, like in total, everyone is going to give you something that you need. Everyone. I don't care how bad a partner is. At some point, they gave you something that you were looking for. That's why you're in a relationship, right? So just just be self-aware enough to to know what the things are that you need and make sure that you are And I'm going to use the word demanding, but I'm not saying demanding in a negative way. Just always make sure that you are demanding your like from yourself that you never accept less than what you deserve. So I'm going to move on to unhealthy relationships here. Think about what your version and what your definition of an unhealthy relationship looks like. Okay, so. For me, I'm thinking about commitment issues. I think about 
abuse, whether that be physical or emotional. I am thinking about miscommunication and and lying and honestly honestly all of the things that make up what we would call an unhealthy relationship so first things first someone who has commitment issues are never going to give you what that Someone with commitment issues is never going to give you what you need. That's it. If somebody will not commit to you to the extent that you want right now, they are probably never going to give you that in the future. And I say this because I see so many people in situationships and in on and off relationships And at the end of the day, I am not saying that someone cannot change because they absolutely can change. I changed for the better, you know, but I am saying that nine times out of 10, but I am saying that nine times out of 10, someone who shows you what they want, if you don't choose to believe them, You are just hurting yourself because honestly, I, I can say that I look at these people that I know who enter into a situationship and I'm like, okay, like, what are you doing? He told you what he wanted. He literally spelled it out for you. If you are choosing to not listen when someone shows you and tells you what they want, That's on you, your fault. And it just kills me because I see these people get their hearts shattered and broken. And it's like, girl, he told you that he didn't want you. You just allow him to still have parts of you. And that's convenient for him. And uh, it just absolutely absolutely kills me it just drives me crazy when I see when I see this happen because I know that that hurt that you're feeling can be avoided you just have to be self-aware enough to know that he is never going to give you what you want it's killing me I I hate seeing all these beautiful women heartbroken and they're just like I don't understand he he wants to lay with me he wants to come and hang out with me but he will not give me the commitment or the level of commitment that I want. And honestly, if he hasn't literally said it out loud, he has said it with his actions. He, he doesn't want you. Not, not to the same extent that you want him. Now, enough of that. <laughs> I also have to point out like attachment styles. Like when you meet someone and you become so quickly so invested and so attached to this one person that you lose sight of everything else in your life that is a problem now don't get me wrong I'm not really referring to the honeymoon phase where you're just like so happy and so attached like that's not really what I mean 
what I'm referring to is the attachment style that that you can tell that these these people are never going anywhere without one another. Like, first of all, you've you've known each other for a month. Like, chill out. Go visit your friends. Go visit your family. You do not need to have your significant other with you every second of every day. Quite frankly, it is super unhealthy to be with your significant other every second of every day. Stop. Literally, take the time to miss each other. Like, I'm not saying that necessarily this type of relationship is extremely, like, toxic and unhealthy. I'm just saying that for you as an individual, it is not healthy to spend every waking moment of your time with someone else. You need to spend time alone. You need to spend time on your own with your friends. Like, absolutely include your partner and friend group activities, but, like, it doesn't have to be every single time. Go hang out with your friends, just you. Like, come on now. Take take a hint. Nobody wants your significant other there every single time unless you were mutually all friends. Like, say you and your partner go out and meet a, a group of people. Obviously, that's different. But, like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, your own friends that you've had for years. Like, they do not need to hang out with your girlfriend or your boyfriend every single time that they're around and like additionally if your partner is pressuring you to bring them around that often you need to put them in their place and say listen like I love you but like I need my space and if that's not okay with you like that's a personal problem because it really is but seriously like (laughs) It just, it drives me crazy. Okay, friends, I realize that for the last 10 minutes, I have been on a rant. I've been quietly yelling, if that's even possible, but my voice has definitely been escalated, and I think it's because I have so, I literally, I feel very passionately about how important it is to be in healthy relationships and surround yourself with good, healthy things. Just in general. That's literally what this whole podcast is about. Is like self-improvement and being self-aware and just loving yourself in general. So I think whenever it comes to relationships that you are giving a part of yourself to someone. Like the deep emotional part of you and I just I feel like that's so special and that part of you should only only be available to someone if they deserve it so I obviously feel very passionately about this and I'll I'll probably get a little bit more in depth with this later on in a different episode because I realized I have a lot to say but like On a serious note, if this person does not deserve you, or at least deserve the best parts of you, why are you giving those to them? Just, I wish someone had said this to me when I was younger, because it would have saved me lots of heartache and lots of trauma and stress and 
wasted time even. And like, okay, let me kind of back that up. I don't think that any time of my life was wasted. I think that everything that I went through, I went through for a purpose and and they were meant to happen to me in order to make me who I am, in order to get me here in this exact place where I can talk about things with you. Because I genuinely, I don't claim to have everything figured out by any means, but I do claim to have some things figured out. And maybe... Maybe somebody disagrees. Maybe somebody looks at my life and they're like, oh my God, she's a hot mess. Because like, oh, believe me, there are days when I am absolutely a hot mess. I literally go through breakdowns, but I think everybody does. And I think that the fact that I fight for positivity and just self-love and I fight for things that, that matter to me, it's so important to, to know your worth and to never accept less than what you deserve. And also, on the flip side, to not be that toxic person in a relationship. I've been on both sides. Like, genuinely, I have been a toxic-ass bitch. I do not claim to be a victim in every version of myself in the past like there were times where I was absolutely the victim in in emotional abuse and relationship things but I promise you I am self-aware enough to know that there are things that I did that I I literally cannot believe like this version of me cannot believe that there was a version of me that was capable of some of the things that I did and yeah honestly self-awareness is important because it has made me who I am and it has allowed me to become someone who is willing to expose that part of me. And I promise I will get into that a little bit more with you guys later as I'm ready to share more of my past and more, honestly, just more information that I hold a little bit closer to me because I share a lot with you. Like, who you who listen to the show you know more about me than a lot of my peers do. And that's just because this is like my safe place to talk and to share my innermost thoughts. So I appreciate that you come and listen and allow me to have that in this show because it is something that is, I think, important for everybody. But like I was saying, I... I will share more of my my past and in my journey in being self-aware because I, I think that it will inspire some of you to look a little more inward and to to carry yourself with a little bit more grace. However, I am going to close the relationship topic for now. It will be reopened in the future. I don't know exactly when, but we will get there. We've got big things coming in the next couple of weeks for That Cuts Deep. And I am so, so excited for you to hear and listen to what that is in the coming week. Hopefully, I believe, if things go right, 
this will be happening next week on next week's episode. However, it could be extended a little bit further. I've not decided yet. So um, with that being said, look for something new, something exciting. And as always, follow That Cuts Deep on social media. You can find us at That Cuts Deep on Instagram and TikTok. And additionally, um, I am planning on creating a Twitter account because it's been a long time since I've been on Twitter. I love the, the style that Twitter is. I love how it looks a little bit more like a blog site. Um, so I'm super excited to get that up and running. It's something I'm working on. Um, yeah. So anyways, I love you all. Thank you for listening to today's episode of That Cuts Deep. And I will talk to you next Thursday.